We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in, Wednesday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you today. The Ole Miss football team, three days away from their home finale. The ULM Warhawks, 2-8 and eight on the season. Neil informed me that they started 2-0, and oh, and then they've lost eight straight since then. So uh, we, beat, uh, we beat Army, and then we beat Lamar. We were off to a really rocking start. Two and zero oh. had bowl aspirations. Starting, probably that that third week, you know, you, have, you know, Terry probably took told some people on by use by use of Devere, Hey, like it's right there. Starting to have some college football playoff thoughts, and then you were so, a sixth of the way there. Yeah, I mean, not everybody started two and zero. Oh. No, we were among the unbeaten, and then we were among the beaten. And the beaten, and the beaten, and, then, and the beaten. So 11 o'clock Saturday, <clears throat> Vaughn Hemingway Stadium for that. We'll uh, discuss some college football news. Maybe an opening coming in the Pac-12. Internet blew up a little bit about that yesterday. Basketball team survives would have been a horrific loss last night. There's no way to sugarcoat that. 70-69 over Detroit Mercy last night. Mercy had the... Um, Mercy indeed. Yeah, they had the ball on the rim as time expired to uh, to pull off a 71-70 win. Um, we'll discuss that a little bit as uh, well here coming up on the show. A few other topics as well. All podcasts on MPW Digital brought to you by Twisted T. More on them a little bit. And the Oxford Exxon up and down I-55 throughout North Mississippi as well. Lunch specials, 569, couple sides bread, any size fountain drink. Also, they're uh, catering for this weekend, the ribs, the pulled pork, the side items, the vegetables, tons of good stuff for you to take care of your tailgate in the Grove or Circle or wherever you are for Saturday's action there in Oxford. And again, coming through from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He will uh, send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do. And uh, that's hopping to a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guests will join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic's in Oxford now, 2608 
South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic. Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to uh, 4 p.m. We're getting closer to game day. I will have a column on uh, Saturday. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. You'll get a two two columns. Chase, I have a column as well. If you are uh, searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at tmhomes.com or 662-567-2573. And I will be uh, hosting... The uh, post game show brought to you by M, not well, on MPW Digital. Brought to you by Dead Soxy. They welcome you to the winter sales event of 2023. Buy more, save more. The more you spend, the more you save. So stock up on gifts, stocking stuffers, and don't forget a little something for you. Get 25 percent off any order, 30 percent off any order of 120 dollars or more, 40 percent off any order of 240 dollars or more, or uh, visit deadsoxy.com. And uh, use the promo code Rebel Grove at checkout. Take advantage of this holiday sale and stock your sock drawers and have a wonderful holiday season. So we'll start with basketball. Go ahead and knock it out and then uh, move on to several football topics. Again, Ole Miss 70 69 last night over Detroit Mercy. I think they're up three at the half. It was close throughout. I don't know that either team, Ole Miss led pretty much for the entire game, but I don't know that they had a lead by more than five or six. Uh, at uh, any point. The biggest, biggest lead was five. Yeah, there you go. Okay, something like that. And I watched the entire game, and I don't know a ton of basketball. I always admit that. I don't want to get over my skis too much. But they didn't play a bad basketball game for the most part last night. When you look at a lot of the different elements, even on the stat sheet, 48% from the 45% from the field for Ole Miss, 53. 50% from three, which has not been happening at all. Almost goes nine of 18. And then here's the big one, though. That's where I'm going. Five of six from the stripe. The six being the yes. issue. 13 of 18 for Mercy at the stripe, meaning they got so much work done in the post compared to Ole Miss. Ole Miss missed 10 to 15 shots within four feet of the goal last night. Just couldn't, it could not finish as in put the ball in the basket or finish by drawing fouls, either one. And it wasn't contested where they played defense. They were getting up in the air at the basket and simply not putting the ball in, in the basket, just bouncing off the rim, bouncing off the rim. There's, there was a lot, Beard focused on it in his postgame press conference, just a um, a lack of intensity to finish and drive there in the in the front court. And look, it's a, it's a talent thing to point to. They just they kind of are what they are. It's a, it's a fascinating deal because everyone expects Chris Beard to win at Ole Miss. Um, it's one of the best coaches in the country. Their roster, however, has significant holes right now without those transfers and just in general that is making it very complicated to find the lineups that make sense. They're 3-0, and but in all three games, they have had some level of scare at this point. Alabama State mm-hmm. had a lead in the second half. Um, Eastern Washington gave them fits for the majority of the game until Flanagan sort of took over. And then, again, last night, Detroit Mercy, Flanagan – Got a little fortunate on two free throws. They both went, gave Ole Miss a point lead, and then Mercy drives down and gets gets a ball in the air off the rim for a last shot of the game that was not a bad look. Now, I think he traveled right before the bad look, but I mean, not the pretty good look, but nonetheless, got a look out there. 
I guess that's the deal is I'm not sure they just aren't what they are right now, Neil. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot there. It's a new coach, new system. Um, a lot of new guys playing together for the first time. Sure. Um, <clears throat> they're without two of the guys they counted on. In his post game, he mentioned say by name. Lusa Cisse by name, which don't know what to make of that. Yeah, I wasn't there. I watched um, a good bit of the second half on my phone as we made our way back from Tupelo. Um, look, I'm not saying season's over or anything stupid like that. They're going to get better. His teams always get better, but there's a lot. There's a lot, long way to go, and it might take a minute. And the reminder that there's two reminders. One, his first Texas Tech team wasn't an NCAA tournament team. Six and 12 on the Big 12. If it were that easy, everybody would do it. So it'll take a minute. This is probably not an NCAA tournament team. I'd be, feel safe betting on that. Maybe they'll shock me. And if they do, it'll be awesome. It'll be a great story. Because if this team ends up being an NCAA tournament team. One hell of a coaching it job. It is one hell of a coaching job. It will be like, what a story. I mean, what a phenomenal story that would be. But more likely, they're going to have to go out and get players. And this is where it gets interesting. It's the interesting story that you and I always talk about when the mics are off. Is there enough NIL to go around? And I don't know the answer to that. And I'm not the guy that's going to be here banging, contribute. No, no, that's not me. Never going to do it. I don't tell people what to do. I don't tell people to go to games, not go to games. That's not my job. It's just not my gig. But it's the interesting thing. Is there enough to go around? And I don't know the answer. That's not me saying there's not enough to go around. It's me asking, is there enough to go around? And I don't know. It's a question that's not, it's not, just limited Ole Miss either. That's at a lot of places. I mean, I've been very transparent about this, and yeah, it's it's not it's not a yes or a no or anything. I was talking to some baseball people about this yesterday. The most fascinating part of NIL for me always is the percentages inside an athletic department. Yes, football competing against basketball versus baseball, and even if it's not, I'm not saying it's malicious. It's just reality. Yeah, there's so much money for an athletic department, and how does that money get divvied up? Lane Kiffin winning to a huge level is bad for Chris Beard. Chris Beard winning to a huge level is bad for Lane Kiffin and bad for Mike Bianca. Mm -hmm. The same it is for Nick Saban and Nate Oates and sure. whoever, the, Rob Vaughn, the guy they hired at Alabama, same thing. Well, Alabama's a good example. I mean, the the football program is an absolute monster. So you, it eats a lot. Monsters eat, and the more they eat, the bigger they get. The bigger they get, the more they eat. Eric Musselman's doing really well right now because Sam Pittman's incompetence. It's certainly part of it. And then now Nate Oates is doing well, which means baseball has no chance. <laughs> I mean, you're done. Right? I mean, so. I guess, hey. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, what are you going to do? What's he going to do? Bang his, bang his gavel in the meeting and go, I want some of that football money? So it's, it's, it's what's interesting. But it's going to take a minute. It might take a longer minute than people think. And it's where, for, from a fan standpoint, it's going to be interesting to watch. How much do people support? Because I think Ole Miss over the last three years has been conditioned to go, oh, to hell with it, we're done. And basketball just becomes this thing. And if you want it to be what you want it, what some people say they want it to be, you're 
going to have to cheer for a bad team for a while. Like you're going to have to cheer for a bad team like they're a good team. And that's difficult, not just at Ole Miss, at lots of places. Yeah, and right now, cool, get in the middle of conference play. Again, yeah, Beard should have no timetable. Just build your program, mm-hmm. hang out, trust it. And I do sense that. I, I sense a lot of just trust that is going to get there. It is more people managing their own patience. I mean, as on our message board this morning, one of our really good friends, he was on there and goes, hey, I was thinking year one we had Beard Sweet 16. That was on me, not him. Yeah. That's on me. Hundred percent on you. Yeah, like that's good for you for owning it. Yeah, that, yep. that, that that's a me problem, not a you problem. Sweet sixteen this season would be an absolute miracle. Give him all the awards, all of them. I mean, name them after him. I mean, <laughs> they would change the Naismith Award and just call it the Beard Award, <laughs> and go some bitch. I mean, dude. But I do. Yeah, t- I mean, it's Jackson says win or lose the most excited I've been about Ole Miss basketball in a long while. Yeah. yeah. 100%. That's that's where you should be. Go, enjoy it. It's a nice building. They're going to play hard. The, Have a good time. The following is going to sound like a slam at Kermit, and I don't mean it to be. But the program had kind of cratered. And you're, you're, you're building from that. That's going to take a minute in today's college basketball world. Just gonna take you some time. I mean, the league's good. The league's full of really good coaches. So you're you're not just gonna meteor your way to the top. I mean, you got John Calipari now with three first round draft picks on his team. You've got Nate Oates, Bruce Pearl, Buzz Williams, Eric Musselman. Even guys we don't necessarily know about, but potentially have high ceilings like Golden. Or yeah, somebody. I was gonna say Todd Golden's. Yeah. Todd Golden's really really good. So you just got dudes. I mean, this is going to take a minute. It it really is. It's just not going to happen overnight. They got Missouri's good. Um, the, Texas is going to join the league, and they're good. Oklahoma's joining the league, and they've got a guy that took Loyola Chicago to the Final Four. They're good. Porter Moser. Yeah. There. It's 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 a tough league. It's it's going to be. It's it's just going to be a minute. But I think he'll get there because he wins everywhere he ever goes. But it, it might take three seasons. Took Bruce Pearl, I don't know, four, five, six seasons. And to Auburn's credit, I know I do a lot of Auburn slander kind of playfully sometimes, but to Auburn's credit, they supported him. They packed that place. And they just kind of willed them to it, and now they're a perennial NCAA tournament team. What Beard has done well with a team that is not cohesive yet, and because of, I mean, again, not taking shots at previous regimes, but just game flow when you've been in that arena, he doesn't freak them out. He's calm. Yeah. He just coaches. He doesn't pull everybody off the floor. You don't get all the early timeouts. You don't get this panic freakout moment. I mean, even even to the point of last night in the second half, I kind of looked and I went, he's not even really standing up very much. He's just kind of. Just kind of there. Okay, come on. Well, no, he, he knows if he's going to bring them along, he can't traumatize them. Yeah. You, he's going to have to. I mean, I'm sure that there's some moments in practice when the glare's not on where the, it's it's probably a little. Probably, oh, now that's different. Yeah, probably yeah, pretty yeah, real, yeah, yeah. probably pretty raw. Yeah. But it's kind of like being a Major League Baseball manager. When the microphones are on and you're talking to the media. You you take the hit for your player. 
You wait till he's in the office, just you and him, mm-hmm. and then you have a real conversation. You have a man-to-man conversation. He respects that. But publicly, publicly, he didn't get humiliated. Yeah. And so he'll fight for you. He might not like what you say, and he might walk out of there going, you son of a... But he'll fight for it. I, I think that's what Beard is. I think Beard's that guy in practice who keeps it very real, in meetings keeps it very real. But publicly, he's he's going to be the guy that takes the hit. He's going to defend his players. He's going not going to show up his players. He's not going to embarrass his players. No. I so, mean, like Nunez had a really big error last night. Hey, just slap him on the ass. Move on. Yeah. It's okay. Cool. Yeah. Now you get in the locker room and go, come on, dude. Come on. Well, I mean, he's talked about Nunez, for example. He's had yeah. a, 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 a saying where he said, you know, look, he's got to run his own race. You can't go, hey, I need you to be ready. Well, I'm not ready. Yeah. In an ideal world, he's got... And yelling at you is not going to get you ready. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a term that Sam Presti uses a lot that I've gotten where I kind of like. They went for them last night, by the way. They're good. But he's done this slowly, right? You have to give players runway. Mike Bianco would probably agree with that. You, you can't hand the ball to a freshman and go, hey, go get him, Tiger. <laughs> There's LSU. I need 21 outs from you today. Yeah, Have at it. What if he's not ready for that? That doesn't mean that he can't do it the next year. Different players have different timetables. Just, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I really believe this with Jamin Brakefield, with Matthew Morrell. I think there's some PTSD that they have to get past. They're pressing right now, too. A little bit. Yeah. They really want it so bad. Sometimes, you know, you just, and they lost a lot. It's the thing you worry about with like rebuilding teams professionally is, man, they lose so much. Do they ever gonna, are they ever going to learn how to win? Knowing how to win is a real thing. Yeah, of course. That's not just speak. No, of course not. So there's just a lot there, but it's going to be a minute. They play the game Friday night in, in the tad pad. It's going to be a tough game. Sam Houston's not bad. Yeah, I mean, right now, every game's a tough game. Yeah. And then they have some real tough games. They have some reality. They're at Temple. They got NC State at home in a couple weeks. They got Memphis at home on the second. Yeah. That's some real real games coming up. Yeah. Enjoy the process. And and that's what it's going to be. Enjoy the process. And it it might not be. You're in pretty good hands. Let it be in those hands. Well, you're in great hands. hands. Let it be in those hands. I mean, here's the reality. This this is a sobering reality. This is why I would encourage Ole Miss fans, do what you want to do. But if if Chris Beard can't win, and I don't mean this year, yeah, hear that yeah, yeah, yeah. in general, you can't do it. It can't be done. Yeah, you have a coach that's going to maximize whatever your program is. You have one of the five best coaches in the country. Yeah, so so in his prime, motivated, completely bought in. Going to have to give him some time though. This is not. It's just. It's just not going to be a 12-month deal. It's really not. And and with the portal, I don't know what, how long it's going to take. But I have zero doubt that he's going to turn Ole Miss basketball into a winner. Zero. None. Literally no doubt at all. But it might take time. One night, but also a pretty good sign for Ole Miss last night. They got a really good game out of Murray last night. They did. Um, they did. Nine of 14 from the field. Got 22. Seven assists. One turnover last night for... But Murray. when you shoot six free throws and the other team yeah, shoots yeah. 18 free throws and the coach afterwards says, I really have no problem with the officiating at all. I, I, that's what he said. He said, yeah, I, he he goes, I really have no problem at all with the officiating. It was, it, was, it was a well-officiated game. That was a good crew. In other <laughs> words, so you can, I, I can tell you what today's theme is going to be. Guys, you got to be more aggressive. We've, we've got to attack more. We can't settle 
five feet from the rim. Get mm-hmm. to the rim. That's the me- that, that's the message. Because look, if you if you shoot six free throws and the other team shoots eighteen, and you feel like that game was you, you're gonna you're gonna go ahead and take your fine. You're gonna get that message out because you have to. Because otherwise, otherwise officials are are gonna it becomes a habit. For him to say what he said, I mean, he, he believed that. That was that was honest. That was look. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could sit here and, and yell about officiating, but that wasn't officiating. The officials weren't there going, "Hey, we got to get Ole Miss tonight I mean, yeah. against Detroit Mercy." <laughs> yes, sir. Here we go. Get them. <laughs> no, no. You just weren't. You didn't attack, and they did, and they got to the rim and they got to the free throw line, and it got squirrely late. Oh, and. Detroit Mercy is not a good team this year, but that's a good coach over Mike there. Mike Davis is a damn good basketball. That's coach. a good coach, and and um, he he threw some things at him that impacted a team that hasn't been together very long. Mm-hmm. And you can scrimmage and you can practice till you're blue in the face, but man, until you play games and you can't predict everything's coming at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah until no. you play games together and kind of go through the fire a little bit, you don't really have that gelling. They're still building. Yeah. Morell was fine last night. 17 points, 6 of 12 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3. Hit both his free throws. He was fine. Six assists out of Matt last night. I, I, will, think- I will say this. Uh, this has been my one thing. I'm, I'm going to side with some fans here that I've, I've always read this. Mm-hmm. I've never really paid attention to it because usually I'm at the game. I didn't go to the game last night because my son had a soccer game that I really wanted to go see. And so I was watching on my phone. Yeah. They need to switch the camera angle. It's on the wrong side. It's on the wrong side. It's on the side they tell you they had to because of SEC, but I think Auburn has it the other way. There are teams that have it the other way. And it's like it's too high, too. Yeah, it's like... It's like at this weird angle. I'm sure right now Keith's going, shut up. (laughs) Of all our problems. Yeah. Leave me alone, you (laughs) jackass. Oh, but I get it. Yeah, no, it, I've never, like, I've never like argued, pushed back. I've just been like, I don't really know what they're talking about because I don't watch. Because it's a better viewing experience to get the students versus the club areas, which are never one hundred percent full, and the benches. Yeah, and they're they're getting the benches is what they're doing. But yeah, yeah, if you go to the other side, you that would make sense. Yeah, so get the students and the people sitting on the court and call it a day. From that direction. Yeah. Again. Keith's going, so you want me to just tear some walls out the pavilion tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. well, what would you like me to do yeah. to get the whales yeah. correctly to put the cameras on that yeah. side? All right, <laughs> hand raised guy. Come on over and fix it. <laughs> yeah. Let me walk you around. Yeah. You Have tell me, where yeah. are we dem- what are we demolishing to make this happen right now? <laughs> Don't they make the camera smaller? Can't you do something? I mean, I'm just asking. <laughs> yeah. we're becoming the worst thing you hate which is you know i don't really agree with that well, how do you fix it i don't know but i, I just really don't agree with yeah. that well thanks but yeah constructive i mean i could now i could say it's not my job yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. are you gonna pay me to fix it i'm just telling you what's wrong yeah not my problem just giving you an assessment yeah so all right football in a minute first you're at elevate your college football game day experience twisted tea go to game day beverage for college football fans it's unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made of real brewed tea, packs flavorable punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation. Perfect balance. It's taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team, you're tailgating in the stadium, watching in a bar, hosting friends at home. 
It's there to elevate your game day experiences. It complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Oxford Exxon Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you look forward to the holidays? Maybe you struggle with seasonal blues. The holidays can be stressful, can conjure up some sadness. In other words, this time of year can be a lot. And it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change. Something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, to give you the tools to manage everything going on. I've benefited from therapy. It was a work uh, in progress sort of for me to talk through some feelings with the professional, walk away with a new perspective. It's helpful for uh, learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Find your better your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. It's better H-E-L-P.com slash M-P-W. We're also brought to you by the College Corner, two locations in the Jackson area, and uh, a new location here in Oxford. If you're coming up this weekend, stop by the College Corner just off of Sisk Avenue um, right there in the Oxford Commons at 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear you'll find. It'll get you in and out, ready for the Grove in no time. Again, that's College Corner, and you can also check them out at collegecornerstore.com. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? Are you already retired? Should you consider Roth conversions? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. We'll have a hand raised, guys, tomorrow afternoon, probably around five ish or so. It's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer 662 801 1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern 662 429 4429. And we're brought to you by A Stock. It's a Nashville based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. Shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville, as well as Memphis, some in Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. Podcast also brought to you by Style Assembly, Women's Boutique on the Square, offering clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, art, and more. Huge selection of gooder sunglasses for men and women. And they just launched their new website, shopstyleassembly.com. Shipping is free anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $150. Use the exclusive discount RG15 on the website between now until the end of the year. Receive 15% off your online purchase. It's a corporate sponsor of the Grove Collective, a founding member of the Grove Collective Business Coalition. And they've got a unique collaboration with the Grove Collective coming up soon. So keep your ears open for that. That's shopstyleassembly.com. Again, RG15 for 15% off. 
or in-store, 203 North Lamar. Ask for Kate. She'll help you out. Podcast also brought to you by John Steele Creamery, johnsteelcreamery.com. Whether you want to feed 10, 20, or 40, they have the tailgate package that's right for you. You order right there online. You get tons of the great options, our charcuteries, the grazings, the cheeses they make in-house every day, desserts, and plenty more. You pick up a chicory, pick up on Friday or Saturday for ULM this Saturday at 11 o'clock. Again, that's johnsteelcreamery.com. College football playoff rankings out last night. Uh, I know there's lots of teeth gnashing. Overall, Ole Miss not in the worst spot. 13 with a couple weeks to go and a couple wins to go probably puts you in a pretty good area for uh, getting into an access yeah. uh, down the road. I, I, I think I think Ole Miss needs to – I understand. I get it. We'll talk about it. Stop making it out to be Ole Miss versus Missouri and just get into the top 11. Yeah. Just get in the top 11. Yeah. Because 12 teams are going to go. Yes, there's going to be a crap team from the group of five go in one of those spots. Yes, You're sir. 13th. You need to move up two spots. Welcome, Tate. Welcome to my wagon because I've been on this for a long time. <laughs> this group of five automatic bid is stupid. It's dumb. They're not as good. They don't pass the eye test. They don't have the resume. It's It's horrible. And people should start fighting back. We don't have to save a spot for the little guy. So you have to get in the top 11. They are 13. So Oregon State plays Washington this week. Uh-huh. Someone's going to lose the game. That's the way it works. And Oregon State's two spots ahead of Ole Miss. If Oregon State loses, they're out. If Oregon State wins, you have a real chance that the Pac-12 goes into chaos. Because then Washington could lose them, then they get yeah, a, a Oregon then, later, and right. all that kind of stuff. Um, the ACC thing, you're probably not going to be able to escape that. Because Louisville gets a spot either way, potentially. What you need is... You actually need Louisville to stay ahead of you and win because they're getting one anyway. That way, they're not stealing a spot below you. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. You actually are a Louisville fan right now. It's going to be hard for you. Go Cards. Penn State, is there a game they can lose? Uh, Who do they have left? Let me see. Okay. You just got to pull for the Gators to beat the Seminoles. Kidding. Um, Penn State football schedule the rest of the way. Georgia one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, Florida State four. So that'd be your top four today. Washington five, Oregon six. They're going to play each other if Washington Penn, wins Penn State out. safe. They get Rutgers at home, and then they go to Michigan State. Okay. So they're in. Texas seven, Alabama eight, Missouri nine, Louisville 10, Oregon State 11, Penn State 12, Ole Miss 13. Ole Miss is getting harmed in the Missouri conversation by two things. Recency bias mm-hmm. and the margin of defeat. And the eye test of what That's what I mean. Like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is what is being them. They're we- hard because Missouri played in the week before and you got the head-to-head transitive property game, right. which is okay. what it is. Yeah. If you're the neutral guy sitting at home in Dubuque and they ask you right now, who's better, Missouri or Ole Miss? Right now he's going to go Missouri. Why? Well, I watched them play Georgia, and they were in it into the fourth quarter, and they only lost by nine, and then I watched Ole Miss play them, and they got blown out. And then I watched Missouri just beat the brakes off Tennessee. So I get it. I'm 100% get it. Now, now the guy from Dubuque is not on the committee. He's not. Now, on the committee, I would be – I mean, Ole Miss's case is this. Okay, well they, – They have a better resume. Missouri, yeah. Missouri lost at home. To LSU, Ole Miss beat LSU at home. Ole Miss has a road win at Tulane. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss has a, a road win at Auburn, which is suddenly looking better. 
Um, Ole Miss's only two losses are to two of the top teams in the country. They lost at Alabama in a respectable game that they led at the half. I'm doing resume. Yeah, sure. And then, hey, look. Hey, look. Look now. We played, I mean, if I'm Ole Miss making my case, we played Georgia on a night when they'd have beaten anybody that didn't have an NFL shield right here. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Kansas State and Tulane games cancel out. Yeah. You have a win over LSU. They have a win over Tennessee. They lost LSU. Yeah. Who's Missouri's other loss? Oh, LSU. LSU and Georgia. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's six, one half dozen of the other. And oh. like I posted in my mailbag, look at the end of the day. The end of the day, I mean, I, I get you want to go to an access bowl. I 100% get it, but it's all getting about getting ready for next year. In my mind, going as a ten and two team to the Citrus Bowl in Orlando on New Year's Day, there's nothing. There's nothing to be embarrassed of. And don't give me the money thing. That doesn't. Everybody's going to split the money. Everybody gets stop. Money. It's the Citrus is a prestigious bowl. Well, look, I don't know that Tulane's winning out. Send me to Citrus to play Penn State or Iowa or somebody way, way, way before send me to the Cotton to play SMU. Yeah. I don't want to go to the Cotton and play the Mustangs. Or go to the Cotton and play Texas, do you? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, you'd rather play that. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no 100%. Oh, my God. Take 40000 Yeah. They're going to take 40000 most anywhere, right? If they're 10-2. and two? What's Ole Miss take to Orlando? A lot. Because I, mean, I told you, they're also helped out by local people because schools don't start to the 8th. They can turn that into a few days at Disney right after. Yeah. You just hang out. And, and they take a gazillion to Dallas. Although the game's, not, the game's not New Year's this year. No, it's, it's like, like the 28th or 29th. 29th, 29th or 30th, yeah. That's the problem with those access bowls, actually, is they're a worse day. Mm-hmm. The Citrus well, Bowl, you get to do New Year's Eve in Orlando and then go to the game the next morning. Yeah. No, they'll take as many SEC teams as qualify for the bowl games. Yeah. I mean, they're not. There's no limit on how many access teams can get in. Truth is, most of the bowls would. I mean, the Cotton probably very quietly is like, we'd love to have Ole Miss or Missouri. I mean, you know, people Missouri would take to an access bowl this year. Yeah, I mean, the Cotton Bowl is going to watch the Egg Bowl and go go Rebels. Of course. Yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So, I get it. Just win. And win impressively. I think you're okay if you just win. Beat Monroe, and then you need to beat the hell out of state on Thanksgiving night for the college people who are watching you play. And there will be a lot. And then you, I mean, frankly, you just hope for some help. I mean, if you're an Ole Miss fan today, you're a big Florida Gator fan Saturday, and you're a big Arkansas fan on Black Friday. Is it Florida? Yeah. Eh, did you watch Florida last week? I did. Yeah. Watched them beat Arkansas the week before. They <laughs> I mean, lost Arkansas to, lose. Sorry, yeah, sorry. They lost sorry. to Arkansas. Oh, yeah. That was my big pick for the week. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe it's not going as well for Mertz and the boys. No. I mean, if 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 you're putting your money on Florida. Mar- All we got to get is a Florida win over Mizzou. It's if you're fine. putting your money on, on Graham Mertz and company marching into Como and beating those guys, hey, <laughs> whatever. You know, they're going to line up, and it's going to be zero to zero, and they're going to kick well, that ball off. It will be off. zero to zero. That is true. Won't be zero to zero for long, probably. All you need is a heartbeat and a chance. You just need an opportunity. And then, who are the other ones that you could chase down? There's not a ton because they're in weird conferences where it just. I mean, or you need Oregon State the hell out of there. Yeah. You need Oregon State the hell out of there. 
That gets you one one spot closer. That's about it, though. Yeah, because then you, te- you have to have an upset. Then I mean, you might need Texas to lose twice. Texas just losing in the conference championship doesn't do it. No, they stay in at two losses. Again, Louisville because of the ACC tie and being the second ACC team, they're in good shape. Texas, um, they go to Iowa State, okay, and they play Texas Tech. What about a twelve and two? What, what about a whatever in a Washington team that loses this week and loses the title game? They'd be out. They'd be out, right? Mm-hmm. You could pass them, yeah. with two losses, yeah. Even though they're currently fifth, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I mean that's and look, Oregon, Oregon State. Here's the truth: too. Oregon State still has to you play Oregon. You don't always have to. This is not normal pole mechanics. It's also possible to just pass Penn State because you get two more wins and. I mean, what the, the Georgia hell? game runs through a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's on Penn State's resume? What are we? I mean, what has Penn State done? Let, let's go. They beat Iowa thirty-one to nothing. All right. Here's Penn State's best win. Penn State schedule. I'm, 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 I'm almost there. They beat West Virginia. It's a nice win. Delaware. They won at Illinois. They beat Iowa thirty-one to nothing. They beat Northwestern. They beat UMass. They lost to Ohio State at Ohio State. That's not a. That's not a black mark. They beat Indiana. They beat Maryland. They lost to Michigan at home, and they'll play Rutgers and Michigan State. There's nothing on that resume at all that's impressive. No, I have a point. If you just get the Georgia game in your rearview mirror, win two more games, you might just pass Penn State. Well, and this is where I always Because Georgia, wonder, let me keep winning, and you go. This is where I always wonder, like the Cotton Bowl, the Peach Bowl, they're like, hey, look, look, <clears throat> listen. Just telling you. I know I know we do this thing every week and we kind of play along and we wear our silly little coats and stuff, but if I get Ole Miss or Penn State, I'm gonna tell you what we're doing. We want the SEC team, thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. Let's make that happen. Here's my receipts from the last time they were here. Here's yeah. what they did. Can we do and that? That's again? where and that's where when people go, Well, that doesn't happen, I'm like, Yeah, it does. Of course it does. Yeah, because everybody goes, Oh God, you gotta stay ahead. I'm like, No, and you can move that ranking one spot here or there. You can and... fix a little something here and there. Hey, Citrus, you're getting Penn State. Cool. Okay. Yeah. We'll take the lines. Yeah. Because frankly, you want the line. If you're Citrus Bowl, oh God, I can do that and not have to do Iowa. Yeah, good. Yeah. I don't want Iowa. Iowa's fans are mad at every damn body right now. Mm. I don't want to rely on them to have to go to Disney. It could be a big, it could really end up being a big game for Iowa, though, from a just a meaningful standpoint because it is very likely for instance, last game. Oh. He'd been there a long time. Yeah. I, this isn't our whole deal we do with the Iowa thing. That's a weird matchup for Ole Miss because Iowa tries to create a style of play that Ole Miss is not at all comfortable with in no way. I mean, that is two teams doing the exact opposite in 180 directions and who gets to impose their tempo and wheel on this game because Iowa can't get in any semblance of a race at all and forget track meet. And then mm-hmm. it's what it's what is so impressive about Phil Parker's defense is that if a team scores like 14 on you quick, the game is over and yet it never happens. Yeah. I mean, you watch the Citrus Bowl and it's Ole Miss and Ole Miss is this great scripted team. They go down seven, nothing. And then Iowa punts and Ole Miss scores. Again. You go, that's game ball game. It's over. Doesn't happen much against those. Cats, no, it though. doesn't. That's a point. I mean, that, that defense is legit. For as bad as the offense is, the defense is that good. And the punter's a beast. I mean, he's the truly. The punter is a beast. He's that tru- is our quote of the day. The punter is a beast. He's truly a game changer. He flips the, he flips the field routinely. 
Yeah, Iowa would travel really well. They would take they would take a ton of people down there for that game. I mean, I'm I would be sort of excited about it just for the contrasting styles. Um, if, if if you had told any this, I, I keep going back to this. It's about expectations and reality. If I'd told you before the season, hey, you're ten and two, and you're going to go to the Citrus Bowl and play Iowa on New Year's Day. If I told you that on September the first, people would have been. It would be like, a very small amount of people would go. Nah, we're going to roll the dice. Yeah, a lot of people would have been like, I'm going to need a minute. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not even going to ask you about the two. That's cool. Whatever, nope. figure it out. But if I told you, hey, and you beat LSU and State, yeah, you 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 went to Tuscaloosa and Athens and lost. Yeah, there's door number one. I'm gonna give you the whole picture now. Yeah. Do you want to take that or do you want to open door number two? I just don't know that I know anybody who would have said, "Give me door number two. Because what if door number two was like, oh, and you lost at home to LSU, and you lost at Tulane, or you lost to Arkansas, or you lost at Auburn, and Hugh Freeze got carried off the field with. <laughs> Tears streaming down his face. Would you really open door number two? I don't think so. So there's door number one. And if that's what you end up with, I think you should celebrate it. That's just me. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. Give it a try because, look, my diet's not perfect. Not always getting all the vitamins, nutrients, minerals that I need every day. And AG1 can help in that. Makes me feel better like I'm doing something great for my body as well. Because it empowers the gut for whole body health. It's much more than just a greens power powder. It's all of your key health products in one. Covering my nutritional basis for my day literally couldn't be any easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of AG1 with water, drink it first thing in the morning, done. Right there. I break my uh, kind of my fast overnight with AG1. It's a great routine and gets me on with my day. I also like that it costs less than three hours a day. Pretty good if you ask me. It's an effective daily habit with the highest quality source ingredients. It's a win-win. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, give Athletic Greens. They're giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com mpw. That's athleticgreens.com mpw. Check it out. But that's twice today that I'm telling people what to think. But it's that's not, not me. settling. It's just going, hey, worst case is all right. Just go win the football games. Well, and, and you're going to be okay. More importantly is that you take that into next season into a 12-team playoff. Yeah. That's, Jackson that's Dart point. comes back. Quinshawn Judkins comes back. You go 10-2. and two, You're going to be ranked like ninth in the country in the preseason yes. this year. Yes. That's the point. So but, you get to start where you don't even have to move up. Just keep win. I mean, just I would go. even argue, like, does it, does it – once you're not in the Final Four – if you're going to a good bowl, does it really matter? And the it, citrus is a good bowl. Like guys don't opt out of the citrus bowl. The citrus bowl would have been an access bowl if the management of the citrus bowl was as good as the management of the cotton or the peach bowl. Because the citrus bowl for years has been ahead of those teams in the SEC pecking order, but they were not run by people as good as the people running the peach and the cotton. Yeah. And frankly, Dallas and Atlanta are so much more destinational than Orlando. Yeah. That's why. It has nothing to do about bowl prestige when they were picking those games. It was stadiums. Because, I mean, that Camping World Stadium has been a bit of a, or whatever it's called yeah, now. It's, it's, it's not good. Dilapidated in some ways. Uh, Deshaun Watson out for the rest of 2023. I saw that. Injured shoulder. MRI says he uh, he needs surgery. Also, I see the Mavs got beat by 21 last night. Got rocked at the blender. Uh, Tory Taylor, 
What? Has a career average of 45.9 yards per punt. He's punted 262 times. 86 have gone more than 50 yards. So what's that? Percentage? He had an average. Listen to this. He punted seven times at Penn State this season. Seven punts. What do you think his average was that day? 48.3. No, sir. 52.3. beast ginger's laughing at the word but he's a beast look at him that dude's a dude he's a dude <laughs> peach of chick-fil-a of course it's well <laughs> he punted 80 times 80 times last year well he gets lots of practice he should be good 80 times you have any seasons it would take for lane kiffin's team to punt 80 <laughs> times If you just trade rosters right now, Lane would have a nervous breakdown through like the second game of coaching Iowa. Like just, just in twenty twenty one, thirty nine of his eighty punts were pinned inside the twenty. It's pretty damn good. Sammy's joking, but some team ought to offer him just a shit ton of nil because that will change a game. He is a. Uh, Six foot four, two hundred thirty-two pounds, senior from Melbourne, Australia. He's a senior. That's what it says. It's probably an NFL kicker. Oh yeah, sure. But he'll punt in the NFL. Hundred percent. I mean, assuming that there's anything left in his leg after all those kicks. It's tread on the tires, kind of like the Vanderbilt I mean, running backs. If he were a pitcher, you'd be concerned. You would know the overuse. U- the UCL is gone, baby. You'd be like, hey, let's just go ahead and do the surgery. Like his, his his hip flexors are just absolutely just spent. Yeah. So bottom line, look, there are paths. I think you can just pass Penn State, frankly. I think Oregon State can lose and you pass them. I think there's lots of stuff there. You're you, you, you just just win, just win, yeah. win the games, beat the Warhawks. Well, if you don't beat the Warhawks, you're not going to the Citrus Bowl. And there will be no MPW Digital Post Game Show. Neil's hosting. Nope. <laughs> Got technical issues. Not happening. I'm drinking. <laughs> Terry Bowden pulled one out of the hat. Nope. Pandemonium so, in gonna, Monroe. Just going to let you know that's not happening. I'm not. That's That's more babysitting in the board. It's. The 24-hour rule is in place. Have at it. You have a control of the asylum. <laughs> the person that files the report, profanity. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you profanity. Yeah. You want some profanity? Oh, Lord. Let's think about something uh, a little more pleasant like Christmas. Time to get those holiday lights up, those Christmas lights. I don't even know if McCready has his lights up or not, but he's got a lot of Christmas decorations up oh, so yeah. far. Lights oh, yeah. are up to uh, outside. Yeah, I think some of them. You're not 100 percent sure. No, I just kind of do what I'm asked to do and hope that I don't get asked to do anymore. Stay out of the way. Okay. Heavenly sunshine. Christmas lights are beautiful. It can be a lot of work. They can take care of the hassle. Do the work for you. Full service installation plan. They'll install, take down, store the lights. Commercial grade LEDs that are 100 customizable to your home or business. They take care of the lights. Why you take care of the gifts? They've been serving the Oxford area, the Mid South area area for four decades. Full service commercial residential property maintenance, power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. 
heavenlysunshine.com, 662-342-1203. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle are based in Jackson, Mississippi. They've got clients in multiple states, advisors in multiple states. Uh, They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. He's part of uh, Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allow John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Uh, Just get in touch with him. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He'll give you some options that you're not going to find on your own. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. We're also brought to you by OPA. It's uh, Oxford's newest uh, Greek restaurant on the square. It's the perfect place to plan your Christmas party, your company dinner, your festive party event. Uh, Fabulous food, great craft libations as well. They can accommodate up to 200 guests at OPA. So for catering or booking information, contact Jeannie at 601-421-7147. We'll have uh, picks up tomorrow. As usual, uh, Luker's the only person in with his picks so far, but we'll get it all done today. That's brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. Connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you are uh, looking for a job, they can help you entry level all the way to seasoned professional and opportunities across the board in terms of field. And if your company is looking to hire quality, hard to find talent, they can help you as well. Um, Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You've got nothing to lose. So give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662. 832-5138 832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful smile uh, that you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today and take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. Podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. The most wonderful time of the year is also the most delicious. Enjoy every bite of the holiday season with HelloFresh. Choose from 45 weekly recipes and 100 curated picks. From HelloFresh Market, everyone wants to cut back on errands and spending time in checkout lines this time of year. So skip that extra grocery store trip and instead get fresh ingredients and delicious recipes delivered with HelloFresh. Pick your meals, decide on a delivery date, sit back, and be ready for dinner. Kids are busy. Stuff's going on for a long time. I've used HelloFresh to make that happen. They make it easy to follow, easy to cook. You want to be some professional chef. You can get this done with HelloFresh. And now with HelloFresh.com slash MPWFree. That's M-P-W-F-R-E-E. Code MPW free, free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. The free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash MPW free. Again, that's MPW free, America's number one meal kit. Podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. It's getting close to the end of 2023. If you need to make year-end donations for tax purposes, call the Athletic Foundation. They will walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives, whether it's the Vault Society or Empower. Both initiatives give a tax deductible way to support the Champions Now campaign. If you're working on estate planning, call the foundation to discuss Forever Ole Miss. 
For further information, 662-915-7159. Give to athletics.com. Yeah, uh, at the site this morning, I looked at Ole Miss's draft class, our signing class that will become a draft class uh, this summer for Ole Miss baseball. I'll give you an idea of kind of the names to watch, what that looks like. Uh, as someone said, high and low, depending on how you want to factor it in. Ole Miss number five nationally, also number five in the SEC from a recruiting uh, ranking standpoint for the class. So it's the price of doing business. It is. LSU, Tennessee, Texas, and Auburn, one through four. Um, first time we've seen Texas and Oklahoma on these kind of lists. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt, number seven. Texas A&M, number nine, rounding out the uh, the teams in the top ten. These are recruiting classes? These are recruiting classes, okay. yes. Uh, as Gron mentioned, Butch Thompson did a hell of a job at Auburn signing the number four class. That's mm-hmm. really hard to do there. Yep. Um, He's really good. Did a really good job signing good, not great players, mm-hmm. which is the key in college baseball. So you can uh, look at – Where's A&M? Nine. Vanderbilt, seven. A&M, nine. LSU, Tennessee, Texas, Auburn, Ole Miss, top five. Where's uh, Where's Florida? Like 15 or something. Where's they were Ar- down the list Where's Arkansas? Bit. They were kind of down, too. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the thing is, everybody's on some semblance of a cycle where you can sign more and less. And the way Perfect Game does their rankings are overall points. So, Ole Miss actually is in better shape there, too, because they have the second smallest class out of the top ten from a number of players' sign standpoint. Because that's LSU will either, is either going to hit gold or fall on its face because I think they signed 13 kids in the top 100. Good luck. If they show up, you're golden, but... It's tough to do. It's tough to get them to campus. Didn't Arkansas last year have like seven or eight top 100 guys in... Like two showed. Yeah, they got bombed. Now two's better than zero. And they were thrilled with the two. That's my point. I mean, you just get all the lottery tickets and you hope stuff doesn't work out. You sort of know once they start exploding that, okay, he's gone. He's gone. And it's Ole Miss is in decent shape right now. There's only two that I think are severe dangers, but there's a couple other ones that are going to get some helium and you kind of go, I don't know. And then there's this weird kid, and we're not going to get on a ton of baseball recruiting day, I promise. It's only a minute. I don't mean the kid is weird. I mean, his situation is weird. I apologize to Jackson Miller. Uh, He reclassified from the 25 class to the 24 class because he was kind of old for the 25 class. And whether it be now getting drafted to high school or out of college, he'll be a year younger and better for the system. And he's a really good player. He's the number three hitter for the Canes, which is one of the top programs in the country. Summer travel circuit programs in the country. Um, but he hasn't been on follow list. Nobody knew he was even in this class, so scouts haven't scouted him in the way that would be typical for this this year and in, in being in this timetable. And now all the tournaments are basically over. You're going into the winter now, and then next spring you play a high school season, and then you get drafted. So I don't know. I, I understand why he did what he did, but it also could potentially run him down into a sixth, seventh round pick just because nobody knows much at that point on this reclassification. So. He's one to watch that I don't know what to make of. It's somebody Ole Miss did not expect to be in this class at all, and then he has he has reclassified. If you remember Rebel, RebelGrove.com, Baseball America did a very lengthy story on him this week. You can uh, go there and read it and check it out at that point. We mentioned ULM is joking in the opener. So they beat Army and Lamar. Is yes. that correct? Yes, we beat Army in the opener, and then we beat Lamar. And then we just kind of had some bad calls go against us the rest of the way. Okay. I mean, we can't get a holding call. 
and next week they have uh, Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah, rivalry game. So you're and you, final exams. I mean, we're just distracted. so really you're catching them at a really good time. This is the time to catch before ULM Lafayette after losing eight in a row, getting ready for finals with Lafayette on deck. A and M beat them forty-seven to three, but it was closer than that. They did almost beat App State, 41-40. I, I will say, when that game ended, I kind of thought, are they a little better than usual? Like, you thought, mm-hmm. two and two, but yeah. almost got App State. And then Kane and the Jaguars just beat the absolute hell out of them. They almost beat Texas State. Jacob Peeler at Texas State? Or is he somewhere else now? I think he's isn't he at Missouri on, oh, the, he on Missouri? their staff. Yeah, is he really? Pretty sure. Okay. And then just some losses. I don't know. Real close ones, though. Summerall got him 45-14 last week. Yeah, but it was close. Troy's good. Troy's good. John's done a good job. We talk about John a lot. John's really good. UCLA job. Be open soon. Um, Chip Kelly, according to the uh, 24-7 site out there in Westwood, I believe, yesterday, said a lot. They used some like weird phrase. Was likely like, oh, to be fired. Was like, it like what a, the hell is that? Was it like a lot of sources or something? What was the what was the phrase they used? I don't remember because it looked a little. What are we doing? But nobody pushed back, which usually means he's right that they're moving on. Here's UCLA's deal because I know it's going to come up with Kiffin and his Los Angeles ties. Yeah, of course. It is very likely UCLA will fire Chip Kelly, according to many sources. Okay, many sources. What the hell does that mean? Just say multiple. It's fine. Why do we use multiple instead of many? Multiple implies more than two. Two can't be multiple? It could be, but in my world, if you say multiple, it means more than two. Because if I have two sources, I'll say according to two sources. Couple is two. Few is... A few is more than two. Yeah, but a few implies I don't have many. But it's more than two. Better than a couple sources. Yeah. Right? I would just say according to multiple sources. Okay. So go ahead. You have the floor. I mean, look, on surface, is UCLA a job that if you're Ole Miss, you should be concerned about? I mean, I guess it's Los Angeles. His family's there. He's got connections to California. It's close to the water. Sure. UCLA would have to really up their investment in football. I mean, overnight. Lane thinks the Ole Miss crowds are... Poor. Yeah, I mean... No one shows. They're going into a new league, into the Big Ten, which is a good and bad thing. It's good from a money standpoint. They're going to have a lot more money to work with now. And it means that... Are they going to spend that money on football? I don't know. And it means he would be more high pro... Sorry. The new coach at UCLA would be more high profile sure. than in the Pac-12. It also means they're going to freeze their ass off four times a year. Yeah, the travel thing is going to be a pro and a con, Right. They've got to travel to Madison, Wisconsin, and Ames, not Ames, but Iowa City and Piscataway and those kind of things. Those teams have to come to you, too. Those are long flights. Um, I think that sort of cancels its way out. There, there are cold games in the SEC in November. Look at last season when Ole Miss went to Arkansas. Kentucky's cold. Knoxville's cold. They're cold games in, in November in, in, in the South, too. Maybe not snow and stuff, but you know what I mean. Um but I just think it's about investment. Is UCLA going to suddenly dramatically change their investment in, in football, their investment in NIL, their I mean, salary? Maybe. Chip Kelly, I mean, they they thought they were breaking the bank and it was six. Yeah, I mean, I would think 
I would think for anybody in Lane's position to even look at it, it's a $10 million salary. Are they going to do that? I don't know. I don't know anything about UCLA. It seems unlikely. I would, I would guess it's quite unlikely. So that's not some, oh, wow, it's just in California. It's gold. No, it's way, no, I mean, way more complicated. Than I mean, that. I would buy the Oregon thing before I bought the UCLA thing. But look, his kids are there. I mean, Knox is there. But his daughter's here now. He's got, I, I don't know. Beats me. I, the people that act like they just know what Lane Kiffin's thinking, I'm always kind of skeptical of those people because Lane doesn't strike me as the kind of person that's really opening up to Oxford locals about his innermost thoughts. You know what I mean? Oh. I, I'm skeptical of that when I hear people go, well, I know Lane. And he said, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm reading from the uh, Bruin Report dot sorry Bruin Report Online dot com. Okay, it's a That's lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. Why can't it be Bruin Report dot com? Sometimes I just want to go. Why can't we just be Yahoo? That's a good point. SI does a good job with that actually because it fools the hell out of everybody. I mean, a lot of times people go, "Hey, wow, SI said that." And I said, "No, the SI cited West Virginia said that." And I get why. It's because there's a lot of just jack legs running around well and frankly it's a lot of name recognition from way back in the day with sites that wanted to keep their brand yeah but sometimes i wish i could just say i cover Ole miss for yahoo be so much easier i I mean i know know when we had to leave rebelsports.net behind it was a very traumatic experience had to get new logos 100 bucks do what cost me a hundred bucks is that right i can't remember i had to i I think i technically have the rebel grove copyright do you yeah technically Gonna do a lot with that. I mean, we're gonna that, that's gonna blow up into merch, just mm. gold mine stuff. Oh yeah, you paid big money for that. It is now very realistic and even likely that UCLA will fire Chip Kelly after the USC, USC game, according to many sources close to the situation. Okay, if UCLA actually actually beats USC Saturday, dismissal could be delayed until after the Cal game next Saturday. The Bruins are six and four this season after suffering two devastating losses to Arizona and Arizona State the last two weekends. I don't think they're devastating there, bud. You weren't going anywhere anyway. Um, those losses really advanced USCLA's intention to fire Kelly, who has been fairly embattled in his time in Westwood because of his underwhelming results and quirky approach to coaching and recruiting. That is the lead from BruinReportOnline.com. I wish I could be an editor for him. I could have helped him a lot. There's a lot of words. A in lot. That. I could yeah. have said, hey, let's have a <laughs> small conversation about some of the words. You don't get paid by the word. Stop. Do you say really, really? <laughs> I don't think he said really, okay. really. Okay. <laughs> he did say really advanced. And then. Uh, what does that mean? It's advanced, but it's like really advanced. Like, what does that mean? And then if UCLA actually beats USC on Saturday. As opposed to sort of theoretically beats them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we beat them, but we didn't actually beat them. They're also running a 60% off sale right now. Yeah, I bet. ProInReportOnline.com. I bet. Dante Moore will be valuable on the market. Oh, yeah. People. It'd be expensive. Yeah, they'll go, they'll go after Odante. He'll, he'll have some options. I, I don't know what makes sense for them. If you're Jonathan Smith, do you take that job? You get in a league. Don't you have to get? I, I get What's it. Your background. You're Mr. Well, he's like Michigan, Mr. Oregon State, isn't he? That's what I, that's what I was. I asking. think he's like Mr. Oregon State. So I get it. But he's really good. 
That's my like, point. If you're Jonathan Smith, do you take a Big Ten job or do you take an SEC job? Feels more Big Ten. Because I think he could get either one. So he graduated from Oregon State. Okay. Played quarterback at Oregon State from 91 to 01. He was born in Pasadena. 91 to 99. 98 to, to 01. Okay. Sorry. I was like, damn. Oregon State GA 0203. Idaho quarterback coach 04 to 09. Montana OC 1011. Boise State quarterback coach 1213. Washington OC 14 to 17. Oregon State head coach since 18. So he's always been fairly Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Do you abandon your alma mater for UCLA? Well, the, the question on that would be what's going to happen because I know we're, you were going to touch on this. The court case ruled in favor of Oregon State and Washington State yesterday. And essentially they get to whatever it is worth control all finances related to that conference. And they get the brand. They can they – can, Go raid the Mountain West and call it the Pac-12. So literally, the Pac-12 commissioners are the ADs at these two institutions right yes. now. So they could go get all the Mountain West teams to join them and call it the Pac-12. Because you would. You wouldn't. I mean, yeah, of did, course. Uh, Pac-12 is a better brand. Yeah. than. And then he could dominate that. Now, they don't have an AQ anymore. but. But, yeah, what does that do for you? I don't know. You don't get any strength to schedule. I guess my question is then, if you're Jonathan Smith, do you think what you have done at Oregon State would translate to UCLA? Do you think it would translate to Arkansas? What do you What do you think? He's a very good coach. I mean, I watched his team play in Vegas and was impressed. No, he's a damn good coach. I mean, they're good. But now, can you do that with all of your background up there? If he had any Southern Midwest roots, I mean, like, I mean... If Lane ever did leave, call Jonathan Smith. I mean, that, well, that's my, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's, so my question is, do you do you think that what he's done there, he could do in California, or could he do it in, say, Arkansas? Could well, he, he definitely could do it in California. Okay. But they're going to be in the Big Ten now. I know. So the question is, can you build that physical, aggressive, um, tough team? That's Because that's his personality. Can you build that in Pasadena, in Los Angeles? Can you build that in Westwood? I don't know. I'm not saying he couldn't. I'd, I'd have to look at it. And then could he translate to this part of the country? I don't know. But I mean, he's the name because of the situation that I think makes the most sense a lot of places. The judge said he ruled in favor of Oregon and Washington State because he believes they were likely to prevail in court on their interpretation of the Pac-12 bylaws and because he believes they would suffer irreparable harm without the preliminary injunction because they cannot make decisions regarding their futures. The two schools have argued they cannot try to rebuild the Pac-12 without control of its governance and without access to its assets and liabilities. Quote, voting will be by the remaining two board members, but this is not a shutout. The preliminary injunction will be modified or whatever you want to call it to make sure the other 10 schools are treated in a fair, open manner. Nobody's going to take advantage of somebody else. If that starts to happen, I'll either hear about it here or somebody down the street will. I do not believe that the two plaintiffs here, the two board members, the two members of the board that are left will do anything to directly harm the other 10 members. Uh, Okay. Sure. I mean, they're leaving in June, so you don't have to really worry about harming them. Yeah. 
you've got a few months now to go raid the and I expect that's what's coming is the Mountain West will join them. They're worried the Washington Court of Appeals is going to take up the case, putting a halt on this and not let them do anything immediately. Oh. It's going to have to run through another court hearing. I don't know. It's the legal background that I wish I had, but I don't. They think that the judge's wording saying that he believes the court will eventually prevail with, for the plaintiffs might make everybody else just go, out oh, the hell with it. Okay, sure. Well, I mean, The if, judge is saying more than he's saying there, going, hey, look, if you're, you're going to win, so can we just get all on? If you're Oregon and Washington and Arizona and Arizona State, are you really fighting this? Like, What does it matter? Let them have the brand. You're yeah. leaving. June 30th, you're leaving. Literally, you know when you're leaving. June 30th at midnight, you're walking out the door. The, the, ten the, outgoing, the key card won't work anymore. The 10 outgoing Pac-12 schools released the following joint statement on Tuesday. We are disappointed with the decision and are immediately seeking review in the Washington Supreme Court and requesting to put on hold implementation of this decision as members of the Pac-12 participating in, in ongoing and scheduled competitions. We are members of the board under the Pac-12 bylaws. We have the right to, to the revenue earned by our schools during the 2023-2024 academic year, which is necessary in order to operate our athletics programs and provide mental and physical health services, academic support, and other support programs for our athletes. We remain committed to the best interests of our athletes, departments, and university communities, and will persist in our efforts to secure a fair resolution. Oh, give me a break. You bombed the other schools. I get what you're doing, and it's all business, but shut up. You completely decapitated your conference, and then you're going to go, no, 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 they're trying to keep our money. Oh, F off. Team Oregon State here. This is stupid. Yes. Uh, by the way, Peter Burns reporting that Lane Kiffin's not under consideration for the Texas A&M job. I've, I've been trying to tell people uh, this. I mean, you, was you, that news? I mean, no I, one has linked him to that job. I mean, a, at all. A couple people did it the first day when they were doing the clickbait thing. He's he's not a candidate at Texas A&M. He's just not. They're not hiring him. I don't know that he would want that job. It's a terrible fit. Ooh. Austin, thanks for Super Chat. There's a question. Would like Memphis and Tulane join the Pac-12? If they were invited? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, if I'm Washington State and whatever, I'd want teams like that beyond some of those Mountain West teams. Yeah. There's some crap at the bottom of the Mountain West. Yeah. Sure. Like, I get you could get like a Boise or something. Cool. But yeah. And Boise would be fine. And they fired their coach, right? Yeah, because they're going to hire Harson back. Oh, are they? I think so. Really? That's good. It worked. It's fine for everybody. Worked for everybody. He's there. It's good. Oh, is he there? Uh, I, I think he he's went, not still living in Auburn. I, I wouldn't think. <laughs> he didn't go to Tumors and get some lemonade and go to Mama Goldberg's and get he, him a steam sandwich. And I would think he went back to Boise. Boise's nice. He wasn't eating an acre last night and just chilling with the peeps. I guess not. Acre is good. Acre's good. Really good. Yeah. Northeast Spark, SE. N-E-S-P-A-R-C, two packages, 100 Mbps or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159, phone servers, print controls, network security, and much more to get the best internet in Lafayette County. That's 662-238-3159 or nespark.com. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Either way, Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. 
Contact Andy anytime at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings uh, from beginner lessons to advanced and more. It's also a great venue for uh, corporate outings reunions, that kind of thing. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of, whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program? Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business. As a GAF Master Elite Contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland Services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So text or call Riverland today at 662 644-4297. And are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. College Town Oxford is next door to the university with uh, spacious two, three, four, and five bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. So I don't break up the gang. Instead, grab your friends, pick out your favorite floor plan, reserve it today at collegetownoxford.com. Text their VIP list today to be the first to know when their leasing for fall 2024 is open. 662-300-3733. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they also, also offer MedScene. Fear prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. And I want to remind you also, they have their high-dose flu shots for patients over 65. Most clinics typically give standard dose to all patients, so they highly recommend the 65-plus patients get a high-dose flu shot from GNM. They also have the RSV vaccine available. They do those by appointment, which lets you get in and out super easily. Give them a call to schedule. Give them a call at 662-236-2222 for GNM in Oxford or 662-252-2321 for Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. I mentioned at the very beginning, Chet and your boys beat up on Wimbanyana last night. Wamba last night a little bit. Yeah, I mean. It's one game in November. This Look, the Spurs are young. Wimbanyama's really young, really raw. Going to be a great, great, great player. But they have, they're have they having some growing pains right now. They had a hot start. Now some reality is setting in. So, and the Thunder are good. The Thunder are a playoff team. It's a matter of how high of a playoff team. Where, do you sit the over, where would you sit the over-under in the playoff standings? Very likely hosting a play-in game. Oh, okay. The seven, the eight. Okay. But if you they're talk, not three four yet. I mean, right now they're right now they're like fourth or fifth. Okay, but it's really early. But no, I mean, look, I, they're good. The Thunder have an All NBA player. Shea Gildas Alexander is an All NBA player. I mean, he's an MVP candidate. He's not going to win the MVP, but he's an MVP candidate. Um, Josh Giddy, Jalen Williams are terrific young players. Holmgren won't win it because the media sentiment for Wimbenyama will be off the charts. But Chet Holmgren's the best rookie in the game right now. Oh, really? Yeah, and Chet, Chet doesn't play like a rookie. Chet's going to be a star. Chet's going to be a superstar. How long do they have Alexander locked up? He's like the first year of a five-year deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, they're, Lou Dortz is one of the best, one of the more underrated players in the league. Kenrich Williams returned yesterday, made his debut. 
Uh, Jalen Williams, the Arkansas Jalen Williams, is a is a perfect backup big in the NBA. He's exceptional in that role. And then they have just a gazillion assets to work with. Ole Miss women play Temple tonight. Uh, that is at the Pavilion at six thirty. They start time for that one. Temple two and one on the year, I think. Yeah, they have wins over Delaware State and a win over Bucknell, and they have a loss at home to Georgetown. Ole Miss uh, fell from twelve to twenty three in the top twenty five for the week, and they are coming off that uh, ten point loss to Oklahoma at the Pavilion last week. So, uh, Ole Miss Temple tonight at the uh, at the Pavilion in that one. That I saw where, uh, and it started on Monday maybe, I had this now on yesterday's notes and we just didn't need it, was the ESPN branding of all the old Barstool sports books and the way they're incorporating gambling into the oh. coverage a lot more. They are going full bore on uh, ways to get that involved inside their coverage. You're looking for the uh You might as well. The it's note right it's now. so much of what pro sports is. Let's see. ESPN will launch ESPN Bet in 17 states, hoping to break through the already crowded sports betting market. Its partner, Penn Entertainment, will pay ESPN $2 billion in cash and stock over the next 10 years to basically put ESPN branding on its online and brick-and-mortar operation that's previously known as Barstool Sportsbook. They ended the deal with Barstool. They were $923 million in the hole during their time with Barstool. Now putting another $2 billion in with ESPN. Uh, when it comes to market share over the past 12 months, FanDuel 36%, DraftKings 33%, and then everyone else, Barstool had a 3% share, which is what ESPN bet is taking over here. Yeah. But they believe that they can use their, their obviously platforms in so many different ways to up that. There's also now Fox bet. Fox sports has jumped into it as well in some yeah. different ways at this point. They want to do content integration. It started with Monday night countdown pregame show. Um, that will never end, they do not believe. And then uh, they have 20 million fantasy sports users who could be converted into sports bettors, if not already. They uh, said that. And then ad blitzes, as they uh, said, when sports betting became legal in 2018, feel like there was no escaping sportsbook commercials. ESPN likely will deploy that strategy again. I tell you what, they're having to run through a little bit. And I mean, I'm not being that. I'm not being that guy because, look, you do what you want to and mm -hmm. you're up to your own personal decisions. I don't love admitting you are trying to turn fantasy sports people into betters because gambling addictions and already right. being focused like that, you better be really careful. I actually think that is a potentially very harmful thing I agree to society. With, I agree with you. I mean, I... Well, like I'm, you, hear I'm, the, you hear the ads and then all the disclaimers. The, the disclaimers take two minutes to record. Yeah, yeah. This is a lot like some of those pills where you hear the you see the Cialis commercial or whatever, and they got and can cause blah 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 blah, including death. Yeah, but hey, go get in your bathtub. Like, I, I'm, I get it. I like gambling being integrated, but at the same time, yeah, be no, careful. It's, it's it's a it's a, it's weird, a problem. It's a weird thing. They're not uh. They are not allowing any of their actual news insiders to participate in these shows at all, to not show like insider trading type stuff. Oh. Where like Adam Schefter will never be on with gambling things and things like that, where you could dictate prop bets and things of that nature. But he's on the same network. Oh, that's my point. It's sometimes in a neighboring show. Well, sometimes in a cut in. 
hey, the gambling show's on at 2.30, but hey, Deshaun Watson's out for the season. We're going to cut to Adam Schefter real quick. Yeah. Watson, what does this mean for yeah. Cleveland moving forward? Blah, 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 blah. I kind of agree with Rebel Grizz here, though. They're kind of late. They are. They're late to the party. Well, it's hard to make people change processes. Especially if, if you, I really like FanDuel or DraftKings, why am I switching to that? And from the looks of it, people really like FanDuel and they really like DraftKings. They're in. They know how that works. Their money's already deposited there. Do you, and do you really trust ESPN with anything right now? Um, I think they're also going to use a lot of the real estate into whatever. So there might be like sports books put in like Magic Kingdom and Disney properties and things. Yeah. That would make sense to that me. That makes actually. sense. Hey, y'all go ride all the rides. Dad's going to go over here and head to the sports book for a minute and watch some MOB. I'm going to watch you. Yeah, I'm going to watch some. Whatever. NFL on Sunday. Y'all go ride Space Mountain. Uh huh. I'm going to check out. Titan. I'll catch you. I'm going to check out Titans Colts. Yeah. Hey, okay. We're going to. We're going to the castle for dinner at 530. Cool. I'll be there. Yeah. I'm putting 200 on Colts <laughs> plus two and a half. Yeah. And if I lose, I'm not spending more money here than y'all are spending there. Yeah. So, hey. You just spent $100 on a bag of chips, <laughs> yeah. honey. Yeah. This is my entertainment for the day. I'm saving money by gambling. So, anyway, I, it's it's interesting. I don't think it works, and I think putting that much money into it is, whoa. Again, they lost $923 million during the barstool part. Yeah. <laughs> Well, ESPN does some dumb stuff. They really do. They do a lot of dumb stuff that turns off a lot of people. They could save a lot of money by going back to the old sports center thing and running that damn thing on a loop on the mornings. Yes. And then just show games, man. People just like games. I was trying to find SportsCenter the other day to just notice something. I don't remember what I was trying to, and I had a hard time finding it. Does it even exist? I mean, it's there. Yeah. So, anyway. There's your bet gambling. There's your betting stuff for the day. Uh, Miami manager and Baltimore managers won the manager of the year in Major League Baseball. Is that correct? Oh, is that our, our manager didn't win? Council didn't get it? I know. Man, I'm all, I'm so I'm so team Craig Council right now. It's just coursing through my veins. I watched the Craig Council press conference like four times. If the Cubs sign Shohei Otani, I will watch it till I'm I will be fluent in Japanese by the time I'm done watching it. You watched a managerial press conference multiple <laughs> it times. It was awesome. Okay. He was great. Brandon Hyde, number one in the AL. Bruce Bochy, number two. Kevin Cash, number three. That's Texas and, Ball, and the Rays for all right. the second yeah. and third. Yeah. And it's all voted on prior to the playoffs. Yeah, the yeah, playoffs yeah. do not count. Where'd my guy finish? Second. Second. Schumacher from Miami uh, finished first. Council second. Brian Snicker from Atlanta third. Okay. Schumacher and Snitker had eight first-place votes apiece, but uh, Snitker only got two seconds and two-thirds. A lot of people left him off the ballot completely. Um, Council, five first-place votes, seven second-place votes, and five third-place votes. I'd like to meet the five people that put Craig third. I'd like to meet them in a dark room, just me and them. I would have voted for Snitker or Council. Am I missing something here? I know the Schumacher. I, I know Miami had a hell of a year. I get it. Yeah, they kind of overachieved. Okay. 
I know if you offered me those three people, I know that he would. I know who would be my third choice. Oh well, no, that's true. Yes, yeah. I get that. I mean, I love Snicker. Council would be your first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're in, dude. When he talked about David S- Ross, did get one second place vote. That's for fine. Manager of the year. Well, I mean, for five months they were. He was. He was in on path. And then September happened. Dusty Baker got a couple votes. Sure. Rocco Baldelli got a couple votes. He's good. John Schneider got a couple votes. I wouldn't mind that. I'm good with that. Sorry, yeah. one vote. He got one third place vote. Okay. Yeah. Toronto for everybody. No, Council, when he talked about pushing the front office, I was like, there you go. Come on. Go push them. Feed me. Keep yeah. talking. Yeah. You know, I, I can't do this alone. Yep. There you go. Need Need the dudes. I get it. All all signs point toward the Cubs about to spend some money. It does. It everything looks that way. Some Braves buzz on Nola yesterday. Makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot of Braves buzz on Nola yesterday. Makes a lot of sense. If I'm Aaron Nola, Atlanta makes a ton of sense for me. Mm-hmm. So I want to go win. Yeah. Um, I want to go someplace where I'm not necessarily being counted on to be the dude. I want to go someplace with the manager that knows how to use a bullpen. Um. Tons of offense. It's in the South. He's from the South. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, you know, like, they're going to spend. Like, I I think the Braves are quietly involved on the Otani stuff. I just don't think there's enough there. But, um, yeah, Nola to Atlanta makes a ton of sense. Yeah. So, all right. Tad Pad game Friday night, 8 o'clock tip. Again, remember, uh, they still have some tickets available. They said they were sold out, but Beard last night was – uh, urging people to buy tickets after the game. So uh, mm-hmm. I assume they I, they might have even opened up another section. I know the entire arena is not open for the game, so they might have opened up something new. I, I don't know the answer to that. But either way, I do think there's some tickets available. OleMissTicks.com for, uh, for that. And uh, then football, 11 o'clock ULM on Saturday as well. So take care. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.